alchemical goat. Hello everyone, my name is Jessica Dimitro. I am a professional astrologer and tarot reader, CEO of Asterio Awakenings. And I'm Bobby Larson, hypnotherapist and business mentor. And today we want to talk about the third eye. And the reason we, well, first let's, let's just kind of go over what it is, because I think people, um, you, it's one of those things where you think, you know, but do <laughs> yeah. you really know? No. So as we were, you know, we, we try to do some research before we come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know stuff, but then we're out like obsessively trying to read, even though we're both reading like 10 books at a time. <laughs> So how much knowledge actually plus plus, plus all the YouTube which, videos right, and podcasts all and... the other things, um, and so so I I like to make this as palatable and easy to explain to people. Sure. Um, and so some of the definitions and things I found were the idea that the third eye is the gate. Um, that opens to the space of consciousness. It connects us to our inner worlds. Um, it it is like a it's like a switch that yeah. activates uh, the higher frequencies of our body, our energy, um, our inner world, our inner world, our our leads us to higher states of consciousness. Right. Um, you know, and when I think of I mean, the third eye is funny because it's it's represented in all these different cultures right. around the world. Right. Um, when I think of the third eye, and I have a feeling a lot of people think of it, in, if you're in this sort of wellness, um, holistic, new agey world, you're thinking of it as the chakra, mm-hmm. the what, sixth? Yes. Sixth chakra. Um, I always picture the third eye as a violet light that's expanding out of between my eyes right between my eyebrows um and so it's very in that sense i guess i see it in a very hinduistic um way mm-hmm. but it's been it's in egyptian mythology yes um i can't even think of there were some other ones there's they're all over it's all over well it's hindu a buddhist i mean yes. all all, and I mean, in artwork and hieroglyphics, it's represented. And I think as you start studying, it's like going into a rabbit hole because right. there are so many different traditions and stuff. And it's like, well, which one of these came right. first? Right, right. right. Well, it, it's funny because it's like I they probably didn't even know that the other culture was, you know what I mean? Like, sure. I mean, obviously, we live in an information age, so it's all connected. We all have this information. We can connect with other cultures and find out that they all knew this. But I think the fact that these cultures weren't interconnected, they weren't necessarily, I mean, yeah, maybe as they started traveling and and moving around, and even timeline-wise, they weren't necessarily connected. So how do they all know this is an innate to me, that tells me this is an innate mm-hmm. knowing. This is a this is a spiritual practice that is ingrained in us as human beings. Sure. Whether we're Hindu, whether we're Egyptian, whether we're, you know, a white girl in California. <laughs> right. Well, and I I think to speak to that a little bit about those cultures, those ancient cultures, didn't have the technology and the distractions that we have now. And so they were probably more likely to go within and try yeah. to find the answers because, you know, they could more access like the Akashic records or, right. you know, some other entity or being, depending on what your belief system is, or spirit guide to give them information. And if you look at ancient Egypt and how it was set up, I mean, it was an amazing culture Mm -hmm. for the time period that it was. Now, we could go into all sorts of, you know, stuff about what that actually means. But the truth is, is that they did have some sort of inner knowing, one that we, I think we're just rediscovering, to be honest. Yeah, that it's been there, but we kind of lost track. 
Lost, well, lost connection. We had this distraction for the last, you know, 2,000 years. And we, honestly, if you look at Jesus, like we started giving our power to something outside mm-hmm. of ourselves. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, like you have yeah. to pray to Jesus to get to God kind of thing. But you actually don't need a middleman to yeah. connect with the divine. Right. And I think ancient cultures knew that. I don't think that they had this thing where they're like, oh, I have to go through this intermediary, right. intermediary thing to connect with it. Mm-hmm. They just knew internally like, hey, I can connect with this. It's very clear in Egyptian culture. Yeah. You yeah. know? we So basically it's... <laughs> so what, what you're saying is that religion kind of outsourced outsourced our ability to connect it's about giving our power to something like like a church yeah you know you give them your money you give them your attention you give them your power they're gonna give you the connection to the divine it's oh that's so wrong (laughs) well and i mean but maybe it was purposeful for a reason during a time period where we needed to be more closed off. Right. So as we move forward and what I'm starting to really come to terms with and in a realization in myself is everybody's where they're meant to be. Yeah. Consciousness is where it's meant to be. People are accessing whatever they need to access for whatever their goals and life purposes. Mm -hmm. It's not the same. And it's not a reflection of how advanced or unadvanced they are yeah. on that, yeah. right? So yeah. if somebody needs religion in this lifetime, yeah. there's a reason for To be for able it. to connect. to yeah. Or because they don't want to think about all of the things they don't know. They don't want to think yeah. that we they are curling through space. Cut and dry a little right. bit. Tone down. Right. I mean, it's a lot to take in. Every, everything <laughs> that we're actually right? science, what science is discovering yeah. about how we're this like lone little planet in a huge freaking universe yeah. in a huge freaking multiplex, whatever, 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 with a parallel dimensions and universes and all these things going on. Who, who wants to think about yeah. that? There are people it's like intense, us. It's intense. It's scary. Yes. It's, it's, it's a very, when something is so big, right? It's scary. It's very and scary. intimidating. Right. And, and so I let think, me believe in Jesus yeah. and, uh, you know, and God. And yeah. I'm going to just do my due diligence here because thinking about those things takes me way outside of my comfort yeah. zone and what makes me so feel So do safe. you feel, I mean, I think in just in just, just this few minutes, right, that third eye represents, it's, it's a real, it's almost with for lack of a better world word religion right so it's it's a that spirituality mm-hmm. really stems from that third eye sure connection um and i think like it's so important for everybody sure. whether they are you know, doing the new agey thing. Right. Or whether they're going to Sunday mass, right? right? That there is an aspect. I took a sociology of religion course and Mm -hmm. it was one of the best courses I've probably ever taken because it really allowed me to see, I was such a, um, my religion, my, what I consider myself a pagan, if Mm -hmm. I'm going to say religion or a Taoist, if I'm going to go full philosophical on it. Um, I'm not really an atheist. That's never been, I was like, no, 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 there is stuff. There is something out there. But what that course taught me was that, that the respect of these other religions, because yes, except for culty ones, we could go into that, but, (laughs) but everybody needs that belief, right? Everybody needs to believe in something higher. And when I get to people who are atheist and even agnostic, I'm not even sure I really know the difference, but that's well, the ag- point. Well, agnostic believes that there's something greater okay. out there. Right. Right. Kind of what you were describing right. in the right. beginning. But they don't really know don't, what. It, it, and atheists are like, there's nothing. And and it makes sense too. Just right. just to kind of, just to put the, the thing out there is like when I, because that was the first thing that I started. Mm-hmm. I started realizing that I don't know anything. And yeah. the more I was honing down or, or believing in something the less I was really feeling right. it. Yeah. So I yeah. felt like agnostic was a great way to go for me because I believed in something greater, but I didn't think at the level that I'm at that I could define it. Yeah. And so that I stopped trying that and it sense. gave me a lot of freedom. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And it was probably one of the more enlightening moments that I had yeah. when I had that realization that I can't say somebody else is wrong. Right. Right. And I, I, it's interesting because when you come across atheist people and what I've found, what's really funny is I have an atheist client right now in mm-hmm. my hypnotherapy practice. Oh, interesting. And I mean, we'll go into another podcast more about what I do and what you are also doing, but uh, dealing with someone who doesn't have a connection to any sort of spiritual belief and trying to help them really become a whole human. I, I, it's, it's, you know, and, and really fill in the gaps of where they're missing in their, in their humanity. Like I, I, it's it's so hard to be a real caring connected human even if your religion's whatever right Right. there's still an aspect there's still a moral code there's still um this connection to something other that's divine whether you agree with that or not right that divinity that connection that spirituality provides something in you provides a a source of of just the ability to be and care for other people and care for the universe and care there's there's something there right? right and so that's what that course taught me was that there's all these different religions essentially they all kind of believe the same thing there's different ways to go about it, whatever. It's all Dif- the same. Di- different names. Different names, like <laughs> Buddha and Jesus. Oh, okay, they're different. Uh-huh, okay. You guys tell each other, keep telling each other that, whatever. I'm probably going to get some responses from that. Who knows? But <laughs> but really, They're like, the same archetype, they're I this, think. Exactly, exactly. And, and what they represent and how you, you know, that unconditional love for whatever your God is, whatever the your Buddha spirit filled, is. The Buddha filled, then Jesus right. consciousness or right. Christ consciousness. It's, it's, you know, it's all very similar and it's really part of being a whole human. Sure. I really, really feel that you can go about, you, you can go about life and just do your thing and be like, oh, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in something. I don't believe in anything, whatever. But there's going to feel, uh, uh, there's going to be something missing. There's going to be a, a, a lack of connection to your fellow humans and to just the, the magic and beauty of the world, I really think, and the universe mm-hmm. in general. Um, but the third eye, it's an, it, what I've been trying to do with this client is kind of slowly bring in the third eye. So that's kind of been an interesting way to it's a it's a part of the hypnosis process right he's not seeing it as that he doesn't understand that that's what i'm kind of doing i'm like okay let's get you to focus on something divine right Right. something something that's going to connect you to your intuition to your inner knowing to your inner worlds and help you connect to guides outside you know what i mean like it's it is the the portal, the the um, the key right. to this that that step. So, you know, he may walk away being into the third eye and being connected in that way, or he may be like, "Oh, I was raised Jewish. Maybe I'm gonna go and like really go into that and start like rereading, or maybe I'm gonna go." So it's, it's like this stepping, it's this little portal, little key to like get connected. Sure. And I, and I think that's interesting because, you know, I, because I think I understand atheists a little more than I understand super religious people just, Mm -hmm. you know, but I also realize that like how much it takes away from, you wouldn't believe in inner guides because there would be no point to that. Right. You wouldn't right. believe in anything in the spirit world. You would just believe in what you see here. And this is yeah. it. And, and you're right that that would have a really hard time 
transitioning into anything on any other sort of level because there's a block there. And and to me, that really sounds or seems like that people that have those beliefs do have blocks maybe in their third mm-hmm. eye and their crown chakra. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we essentially can't convince anybody of anything, but help them to kind of open up a little bit mm-hmm. to possibly see it for themselves or at yeah. least give them another perspective of this internal stuff. And I think it would be interesting to know more about how atheists view that whole thing right. of, you know, how do you explain certain phenomena and things right. that like, for example, Egypt, right? There is no possible way for them to have some of the information and the technology yeah, that they had. had. Right. So without being some connection and open to something else. Right. Something and, and, and whether that's extraterrestrial or a spirit thing or technology that we're disconnected from now, whatever you're sort of thinking about that, one thing is for certain that that's something that's not here as, as, um, how do I say it as not frequent, but as, um, common. Yeah. Right. Right. So, I mean, now that, you know, we know we really understand like what it is, what the third eye is. Why do you feel it's important to really connect? I mean, I kind of, like I said, I think it really connects everybody in their humanity, everybody to the universe, but maybe like, how do, how do you use it? Your connection, your third eye in, for instance, in your business. So I want to talk a little bit about, you know, I've been on this path for a long time. So when I really started researching this, there's, you know, my brain did this like flip flop thing of like, you know, some of this stuff is already known and, but everything that they describe, cause I don't, I don't know if I consider it like fully open. I think yeah. it's a process like a flower, yeah, like you get more and more confident and comfortable and the more you start trusting yourself the more open it becomes and I think it would be absolutely a shock and I'm sure people who have experienced like sudden third eye openings would probably tell you that it was a shock so the fact that we get to you know you're in meditation and you feel it vibrate and you can kind of feel that little thing start to flutter and you're like okay you know Mm -hmm. um I wouldn't say, I mean, I had an experience very recently out of, after we had talked and after you had had kind of your experience with like actually seeing like a bright light in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and how that kind of relates in my personal life, like I've always been self-focused. So a lot of the things that these books are describing are things, this extra perception, yeah. I kind of already have in some ways. And I'm not saying they're like a hundred percent. I'm saying right. at some thing, like I've yeah. always been working on opening and being comfortable with the chakra. Right. And as I told you before, I am mostly in my upper chakras, right? right? right. Like you're more in your grounded and we're I, talking about, uh, uh, um, what's it called? Oh, human design, human design. Thank you. Yeah. But well, and, and not just that, but like just in general, yeah. My um, throat chakra, because I'm a Gemini, right? Yeah. Are all more open. Are, are all more open and all more connected yeah. than my thing. That I always get the card in um, Alana Fairchild's deck about descending power. And it's all about like, connecting. <laughs> Move that shit down. <laughs> Move it down. Get some grounding in there. Well, because being in your head, right? Yeah. Like I'm always yeah. thinking about yeah, this yeah, stuff. Yeah. But totally. then you go to have a conversation about it. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's a different link. It's a, it's a strange language and it's internal. Yeah. It's it's internal. It's internal. And there are things that I perceive and I get that I can't share because it, it doesn't equate in words. I don't know how to, to, to talk about it or to say it. You know, this is what we were talking about before we were, when we were having our meeting yesterday about the Tao Mm -hmm. and I was saying how, once you start talking about the doubt, it loses its meaning. Right. So it's the same kind of thing. Once you start kind of talking about right. what you're seeing, what you're experiencing, you're, you know, it, it, it kind of loses its meaning. True. And I think, you know, in the access, ac- in a- accessing our third eye. Right. You know, we can do it through meditation, 
You can do it through like Kundalini yoga, which is essentially meditation. But I'm also doing it some... when I download astrology. Yes, right? I. You're, you know, it's that. It's that. Fo- it's the. It's the seeing things on focus. a different level. Yeah, like tapping in mm-hmm. is the only way I can describe it. Because you once feel it come we, through your crown, right? But once you start focusing too much, right? It goes away. It goes away. So <laughs> there's this fine line, this, this balance, balance to access it of of. Okay, I'm calling it in. Okay, I don't see it, but yeah, I see it, but don't don't look. I think this is <laughs> the perfect work. perfect analogy for the sign of Pisces and the cosmic ocean, mm-hmm. which is the like the collective subconscious. Yeah. Right? And like so in Pisces there's the fish swimming in this direction and a fish swimming in that direct in this the other direction. And I think what I was reading to you yesterday from the book was about like how in reality, like the more we try to force things to happen, the more, the, the more they happen, right? Cause yeah. you're like, I'm going to build a house. So you get your stuff and you build the structure and so forth and so on. But in spirituality, the more you try to force it, yeah. the more it goes away. And when you just allow it to happen. Yeah. And so that's Pisces, right? You mm-hmm. have this reality that you live every single day and then you have this extra sensory stuff. And so they don't require the same thing. Yeah. And actually they're opposites of each other. So yeah. the more you're yes, trying to go the in there totally. and do it. And of course, cause I'm a Gemini the duality of it right. really speaks to me. And my Pisces rising really gets me because I look at it and I think one of my biggest goals and gifts is to be able to balance those two things. Right. Yeah. How do I do the structural thing like us, you know, making a podcast, building a business, yes. finding clients, marketing, those are all the 3D things. Meanwhile, there's we could not do what we do right. unless we had that connection, connection. with the spirit realm. Yeah. When we're doing the things that we're doing, we have to be doing it internally because there's a lot of feed coming from the universe and helping guide us when we're with clients, the things that we have to say, the relationships we have to maintain. And sometimes, and I've been told this by the universe, like you can't judge the message yeah, (laughs) because it's not up to you right now. You're thinking in your mind, like, I don't want to say this to somebody, but the truth is, is it's not up to you. And that person might not have a great reaction, but it's again with the universe is all about trust Yeah, and it's trusting yourself. Well, you, you will, trust assuming you're open and just I think the more you play with it the more you really learn to trust it because I know in various times of my life I mean you know my history of just being like I'm just gonna do the business stuff right I'm gonna focus on that knowing that I had this intuition coming through I had this information coming through I would trickle it into my business stuff and not really give it too much weight because I was like, that's not real. I'm not getting some message to tell this person that. Right. I would just, I literally would shut it down. I was like, I don't want to be the messenger. I'm not right. And so as you, you work in it and you work it more and more and you start really going, okay, that's not a coincidence. That's just, that's just real. Like, right. and we, you and I have constant magic happening. Like there's right. always these messages, the stuff that's coming up and we're like, that's weird. And then we're like, it's not weird because it's not weird <laughs> it's anymore. Not. At this point, we're starting to be like, okay, none of it's weird. It all happens for a reason. It feels so like, it always feels divine timing sure. and, mm-hmm. and so perfect for whatever is happening. Right. And we're now trusting that. Right. You sound like you've probably been trusting it. I have literally been like, no. Well, I have a Virgo moon. So I got to tell yeah. you, it's always been a sh- it's it's because a, a lot of earth placements. Yeah. And I'm believe yeah. me, as much as I have in the big three different things, I have mostly earth because I yeah. have a lot of Taurus and a lot of Virgo. That's why you're kind of in the, I mean, we both live our, have been living our lives in a very 3D world. Sure. Right. But I've always been on the path and yeah. I, and I look yeah. at it like a spiral, yeah. right? Like yeah. sort of like the opening of a flower, but like the spiral of like, 
when you start on the path, you see the potential. You kind of get that there's something more. And as you keep walking and you keep doing more and you keep seeing the magic and understanding the intuition and proving it to yourself, you go in. It, It never comes overnight. And I don't think you ever get to a place... And I could be wrong about this because I know that there are channelers and stuff and they probably don't even question it anymore. But I think we should always be discerning whether something is real or if Uh it's coming from a different place. And I think it's actually pretty healthy to have a little bit of doubt Mm -hmm. and a little bit of questioning yourself. Because once you get to that place where you're in total trust, you can be manipulated there. Yeah. That's so discernment is and very, you very can important. Be manipulative. Absolutely. Right? Because I, you're thinking you know, know and nobody it. else yeah. does, and I have yeah. the answer. But you know what? We all have a different perspective yeah. on kind of the same thing. Yeah. And we just have to allow other people. Like I used to get really strange because, like, oh, well, that person and that person have a different perspective on this. So that must mean one of them is wrong. And I was really right. You know, there's a lawyer somewhere in me, right? right? Yeah, like, totally. Like, I'm balancing these and they're, they're not matching. Yeah, yeah. And then I came to this conclusion recently that everybody can have their own perspective. And the messages that they're getting are the messages they need. Because you yeah. know what? I want to say that the spiritual world can be pretty manipulative too. It really can. If you need to hear a message because you need to go down a certain dark alleyway at night, you're going to hear that message. And you know what? You'll find synchronicities and stuff to promote you down a path that maybe you don't want to go down, but maybe you need to. Yeah. And it, it's just how it works. It's, I mean, we're all following our own paths, Absolutely. right? So it really, you can't judge someone else's. Well, and dark and light is such an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. And we really talked about this a lot yesterday, but I really just want to bring it in here and just say that we can't always judge the darkness as yeah. a bad thing. Sometimes the wisdom is in the darkness, right? Oh, definitely. I mean, speaking as someone who just literally works with people in their shadows all uh-huh. day, all day long. <laughs> and like, it's important to normalize that. I almost that. feel like there's so much, there's like more wisdom in the shadows because as you start really pulling those out, that's where a lot of those lessons are. Well, know? that's why like the new age community and like the 90s the and the early two. And light. Ugh, blah, well, barf. and it's just this sort of like, <laughs> if you are not thinking positively, yeah. negative stuff is going to happen and it's Okay. I can see that to an extent, yeah. but it's missing that you're a human being and you came here to deal with shadows. Yeah. You came here to be in darkness and you came here to accept that stuff. And as alchemists, we take that stuff in from the darkness and we bring it into the light and we say, okay, this served me when I was little because if I had spoken about these things, people would have probably have been mean to me or hurt me or made me feel bad about myself. But now that I'm a 42 year old woman with kids, it's not okay to not talk my power. It's not okay to leave it in the darkness. Now I need to bring it into the light and show the world, you know what? I've integrated this because Mm -hmm. the women and the people coming behind us need that integration. We're moving into a different place. And it's, you know, it's next generational. So that actually is kind of a good segue into like this idea of how you and I use the third eye in our businesses. I mean, we kind of are touching on it a little bit, but like for me, I really don't, I never, I haven't even really thought about it. I don't, I haven't even thought about how I'm accessing the downloads that are coming to me. I just call it intuition. Sure. Um, most of my friends who I explain it to are like, you're freaking psychic. I don't understand. You get witnessed, scared. You, they get really scared. You witnessed. <laughs> well, we do it together. We do it together. I took, we took a psychic development course together. Sure. And yeah. that was a trip. That was a trip. And so for me using it just day to day in my business and in life, um, has really feels like it's kind of new actually, which is really weird. But, um, I actually am doing a Kundalini course and that's where in that course, there's a whole third eye meditation. And so I started focusing more on actually just my third eye, like just, just doing this meditation a little bit every day. Uh, and (laughs) once I became aware that I, even had a third eye like it was it's a it's a weird connection now it somehow feels um that I've dialed it in a little bit like I have a little bit more control over it or something that I when I use it with my clients 
I'm when I'm accessing this information and this power and this this knowledge to to transfer to them. Right. I have a, a grasp of it before even before I just started, like this has only been maybe a month of like doing this meditation stuff. Um, I just did it. Mm-hmm. And so, but I, and I, and I did it, it was fine and never felt like weird or unsafe or, or, you know, it, it felt, it felt perfect. Like it, it's definitely something I need for my business. It's definitely something when I'm putting people down in trance and we're having these conversations, they're taking me through, I literally can see what they're seeing. Sure. I, I, and I don't know how I know what they're seeing, but I can see it. It's very visual. It's all up in my head. I can see it's like watching a video. Wow. And I'm like, oh, when you're over there, do you see that? You know, actually, I don't ask them that, but they, I can just understand and feel into what they're experiencing when they're down in trance. I, and as I've started doing the meditations I am now like I said with this one particular client right but I'm starting to use it more in and showing everybody else how to access it right I feel like and I, I you know I'm obviously dealing with people that aren't super um on the like western western religion but like the sort of christian based religions I haven't really dealt with anybody that's been in that that world world. Mm -hmm. So most of my clients have been people that are atheist or agnostic or spiritual in some way. They recognize that in themselves already. So it's not hard to kind of guide them through the chakra process and get them to really connect. Like they feel already open to it. And I don't know, it's been, um, it's, it's just, such a, I take it, I guess I've been taking it for granted (laughs) for like my whole life. Again, you know, I had these skills, I was pushing them away, pretending they weren't happening. And then I find myself being like, oh no, those were there the whole time. So I guess I, you know, I've had access to it this whole time. Sure. And I think on accident, I was tapping into it on a regular basis and we could go into like drug use too, which definitely feels like it taps into it a little bit. Right. Um, but I have allowed my, I feel like for me using third eye really, it quiets me down enough to listen to not what people are saying always just the subtleness there's, there's a, uh, I'm seeing the subtle movements in their facial sure. structure. I'm hearing these subtle things in their voices. I'm watching body language and it, it, it's, Oh, I'm getting, it's these nanoseconds of information that I'm witnessing from clients and just humans in my life, friends, family, whatever. And I can process it really quickly. Right. It's almost like it's a, it's a, it's it's an emotional processor. <laughs> it's a computer I, I think, in my brain. And I think it really speaks to all of the things you just said are development of the Claire's, right? Mm-hmm. Claire audience, mm-hmm. Claire Claire cognizance, yeah. Yeah. Um, clairvoyance, and all there's like six of them. And I think that really delineates like we all have these these senses, right? Yeah. We smell and all this stuff. And then that's where those six senses live, which I think is interesting. The sixth sense and the sixth chakra, there's this common thing there. Yeah. And I think we do see and sense more. And I think all of our senses have higher developmental possibilities. Yeah. Right. Cause Definitely. I know that taste is one where people, this is a newer one that I'm reading. Mm-hmm. Remember I sent you that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what you're saying is, is that you're tuning in to that place and you didn't say anything that was like, Oh, that's definitely just this. Yeah. You said a bunch of things that you are able to tune in with your client and be physically in their space with them. Yeah. And you're reading all of these different things, which is something that you, or at least I know I learned from being an empath, right? Yeah, of like exactly. looking at somebody yeah. else's body language, hearing the inflections in their voice, yeah. looking at what they're doing, how they're 
presenting themselves. Yeah. We can detect all kinds of stuff with that information. So, you know, again, that probably lives in that third eye space. Yeah. Oh, I think it does. I yeah. think I, in my readings, I think I was probably, I probably came across that because there was quite a bit to read. Sure. <laughs> so for me, like as an astrologer, I download information when I'm looking at a chart that I couldn't possibly know. Yeah. Just by looking at it. And it's funny because each client, it's like I'm pulling in their energy and I'm doing this like subconsciously. Like I never. It happens quick and you're not even, it's literally you're the voice to whatever's, you, you right. hear it come out of you and you're like, whoa. Okay. I'm not just picking yeah. up on their energy. I'm picking on their up on their blocks. So yeah. when I feel yeah. like it's hard for me to read a chart, it's because the client has a lot of blocks and they're not going to be able to yeah. hear the message. But there are times where I get these amazing open clients that are just so right. ready for this reading. So and good. I know they come to me at this time. It's like this very beautiful thing. Yeah. It's like, that's how the universe, right? That's yeah. that third eye. Like it's set it up. It's everything is meant to be because yeah. there's a certain message that I have. And the information when I'm looking at these, just these symbols in these houses and these signs and all of a sudden it's like, okay, this is going like this yeah. and this is, means this. And there's this, because I understand astrology on so many different levels, I can see the cycles. I can see yeah. the things. I can see the the underlying thing. And there's no good or bad to it. That's how no, I know it's, it's true. Yeah. Because it's just the message and they have to, yeah, they and, have to take it. And my <laughs> ability to to bring it out in an even way without yeah. judgment. Yeah. And I, I will say that at some level, like I don't want my client to freak out like, Oh, you're going to die. You know, <laughs> just saying, you know, I mean, obviously like, but I'm, yeah. but I talk in a way of like, you know, I don't see it as death as physical death. I right. see it as a transition that could mean physical death. But it could also mean that you're going through such a crazy time, right? right? Yeah. All of that will come to me in a message. Like, you know, some cycles are done. We don't even know it. Yeah. We're still trying to live in that cycle. I actually had a client not that long ago and like, I was like, you know, you're done with this, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. I, but, and it was funny because like we had a relationship as if we are friends, right? So I could see, but I also could feel like this is where this is coming from. Yeah. And yeah. here, here you go. And it was like, we sometimes need that permission. I'm yeah, ready to move that's on. That's very true. And I'm living in this old energy and it's not serving me Isn't anymore. Isn't it funny to, I mean, I'm not doing astrology with people, but it is funny to be the person of this. It's like news. Like here, let me give you the news, your news stories. Sure. Yeah. Like yeah. this is, this is what's going on and this is why, or, you know, this is what's going to happen. If you continue, I don't know if you have do a lot of that. It's more like, because for me. I give me, people energy be, because I think that in any given moment, somebody can make any choice they, they want. Change. So yeah. in tarot, it's interesting because we have these realizations over time. We can do mm -hmm. something for a long time and not have any conscious awareness of what it means. Yeah. But in tarot, it's like you're reading the energy and it's like sort of like in the energy that we're doing the reading. Mm -hmm. Could you tomorrow be like, you know, I'm going to make a completely different 180 decision and go a different way. Would yeah. the tarot reading, reading still stand? It would still stand in the fact that that's where you were yesterday right. and you've made a choice to go right. in a whole new direction today. Astrology is a little different and it really depends because yeah. we have planets and placements that aren't going away. Yeah. Now you might utilize that and know like I'll give you a great example I have Neptune going over my ascendant and as a Pisces rising that's a big freaking deal yeah. right so at first it was about where am I deluding myself in every way I could possibly get it yeah. the universe showed up now that transit isn't over right it's still mm -hmm. conjuncting now it's in my first house but because I sort of knew that and I yeah. kind of went with it and was realizing the things that were coming up the experiences yeah. that I was having because of that, it transitioned into something else. Now there's a whole other way I'm deluding myself. That <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing. So, it's, I mean, the astrology of it is very, um, I don't want to say like very firm, but it does, doesn't necessarily, it'll, you're, you can shift in your decisions. Right. But what you're saying is that the astrology of it will still find you. It'll still 
funny well, joke. Well, you're not getting you're not getting away from anything because the way I yeah. look at it, your soul chose it. Exactly. Your right. soul needs to go right. through these things. Where, and I tarot probably too. I mean, if you look at it in a bigger picture, you got that message. And I'll, this is a great story because it kind of delineates exactly what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who was came back and she was with her parents, right? And she went to go get a reading from somebody and the reader basically told her, and it was a psychic, told her exactly what she needed to know to make a different decision. He was like, no, you're going to, you're going to do this and you're going to do this and it's going to be great. And it was exactly what she needed to hear to make a different decision. Now, was that psychic wrong? No, No. but it was delivering that message, even though it wasn't authentically one that she wanted to go with. She needed to hear what she needed to hear to make yes, the decision that right. she needed to make. Again, it's the path. The path's already laid out. Right. So the decisions that you make, even if you feel like, oh, I'm making a 180, that 180 was part of the path, part of the plan, Absolutely. right? Like you can't, it's Absolutely. like, it's like as much as I, I, I mean, and this is just how I believe. I don't know. Like some people probably, they don't really feel like, they feel like they really have so much control over their life, right? That when they do make that 180, (laughs) right? Right. Oh gosh. When they make that 180 decision, they're like, oh, I bucked that off. And you're like, that was part of the plan. Like you can't, (laughs) you don't get to, you don't get to shift it. You don't get to shift the plan in this life, maybe in your next life. Well, I think that what you're describing is really true. Like your true North, like, you know, when you try to put something I don't know, one of those weighted things and it goes true north, yeah. right? Like yeah. you can't get that to go any other direction. Right. It's that it's right. meant to go that direction. But I think what you can do is you can try to fight it so much and you somehow believe that you've done something. Yeah. But really all you've done is make yourself miserable and you can't stop thinking about the other thing. Or you go in another direction because you need to go in that yeah. direction to get back to where you want to be. That could also just go into a whole jumping off point of, um, well, and then maybe you make a decision and now you're, uh, one of the many dimensions that you're existing on is not doing that life. Like, Oh my gosh. Get into parallel. I know. Do we, we, we don't do that in this pod. We'll, we'll do that in another podcast. That'll be the, that'll be like a, we need to do some experimentation. on. I know this cause that, but you see what I'm saying, right? Sure. I mean, for me, I actually straight up know that there are versions of me doing all sorts of other things. Sure. I can, I, I can so much, I feel so strongly in that. Like I can literally picture them right now. Well, like Bobby is doing this over there and Bobby is doing that over there. I think it makes sense in such a, like, I'm going to go really broad, Go, but, do it. but I think that makes sense because I think if the creator, mm-hmm. the universe wanted to experience itself in so many ways that we need to be doing every possibility in this moment, every single one. And so whatever timeline, whatever you want to experience, like almost like it's like a path or a door or something where you're like, I want to experience this. Well, that exists somewhere out into the universe. And I I guess it's that 6%. Like you wouldn't be thinking about that unless you wanted to be in a different timeline. right? Right. And if it was time for you to connect with that, but knowing that you can't actually make a mistake because all possibilities are possible and they're all happening because they need to happen. And you know, I think if more people, understood that the less hard they'd be on themselves sure i mean and i you you can understand that and be hard on yourself yeah right right Right. well now now that we're having this conversation i'm like oh i'm gonna bring that aspect into hypnotherapy the idea of of allowing people the permission to understand that the choices that they're making are both happening right and they can it's i always use the it's a choose your own adventure Right. So you're going down and you're going to pick that one. That doesn't mean the other one doesn't exist. That other decision is still happening on another timeline. I think about Mario. I think about video games. Yeah. Right. Every possibility in that, whatever that world is, whatever that, all the things that are there, that's happening. Right. Yeah. Though that video game is a great example. My brain's exploding right now. (laughs) Well, and I mean, it's, we're, 
like I think a lot of the things that are happening on a mundane level are actually happening on the spiritual level as well. Yeah. The things that we can kind of look to and go, Oh, this is a great, like when you're having a dream, right. And you're Mm -hmm. thinking about the symbolism of the dream and how it's like the spiritual thing, but also there's a mundane. Yeah version of it in that's real in your life right like there will be something that relates to you and then there will be some spiritual context for it and both of those things can be true at the same time that's a very good point that's the dream world is would you i mean the third eye contact is like accessing a dream world sure oh my god yes right i never really thought about that i didn't really think about it as dreaming i mean well you know why i'm a weird dream i don't really dream. i I know everybody dreams i don't remember my dreams i'm Mm -hmm. not one of those people that wakes up with the freaking dream journal i've never understood the people with the dream journal i'm like how do you have enough dreams to remember i very rarely have dreams that i remember when i do i get inundated insane they're insane and and there's so much symbolism like the color of the walls to the color of somebody's hair generally when i have dreams that i remember i'm actually visiting people that have passed i'm always dreaming about people that have died which i don't know what that means i'm gonna look into that but that's maybe that's just where that's where i connect you're probably a medium i i know that that's been part of this this process for me mm-hmm. in this acceptance of whatever's happening <laughs> to myself, my third eye and all the awakening and whatever, um, that, and I said this recently and I was like, this is the funniest statement. I'm like, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but people's grandmothers love to talk to me. Mm-hmm. I get your grandma is wanting to like, I literally can hear grandmas. What the, what the fuck? And I don't, cons- I never really thought of myself as a medium. It's not like a thing. <laughs> but the producer is cracking up right now and I'm trying not to look at him. So, you know, but the, the grandmas love me. Like whoever is on the other side and I, you know, that's one of those, it's, it's kind of like, oh, that's a, that's a cool thing. I want to work in that a little bit more. Sure. I want to start like connecting in that way it'd be really cool to 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 strengthen that muscle i mm-hmm. guess right for lack well, again, of a better that's the third eye right? right lack of a better word is like how do i connect i was always fascinated in like the was it the 80s and 90s there's that one medium he was always on all the talk shows oh john edwards yes i was always like wow how does he do that and i i was like can i do that and i'd be like listening and I don't know, maybe I was listening because I knew I could do it. I don't know. But um, I can't remember what the point of this was. But let's go into something that I know we both have um, some stories mm-hmm. around third eye stuff. Um, do you want to go first? I want to think about it because this is so... well. I think hypnotherapy kind of brought out a lot of third eye stuff. I think, mm. you know, because I think also like, a like dreams are more solid version of sort of what I see in my third eye mm-hmm. of like, you know, when you're in a dream, you feel like it's real. Yeah. I think using your third eye, it's like we were talking about earlier. Like if you think too much about it, it kind of dissipates. Yeah. And so like also allowing that information to come through. So I've had some really profound meditations recently. I've definitely felt my third eye. I've felt my Kundalini. Um, and I think when I was reading the, um, the information for the shows, like there's a lot of stuff that I know that I already do. Yeah. But specifically, I don't, I don't know that I can think of anything right this second. So why don't you start? And if I think of something, I'll. Well, I mean, it's funny. Cause like I said, I've only really been consciously tapping in, which is like, feels like an oxymoron to say consciously. <laughs> And like tapping into the unconscious, consciously tapping into the unconscious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, What a weird thing to say. So for like a couple weeks a month, maybe. And I haven't even been that good at it. Like, I'm just like, 
um, I'm closing my eyes right now to maybe take a nap. So I'll just, or right before bed, I'll just like kind of focus and do a little thing. But I had a, did you just think of something? She just thought of a story. Okay. I'll tell mine real quick. Okay. So after a couple, so this is a couple weeks ago. This was actually on, um, there was some crazy stuff. Oh, it was two, 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 two. Mm-hmm. And I, that early morning, probably three o'clock in the morning, cause I'm always awake. Insomniac forever. Um, I was like, oh, I can't sleep. Oh, it was also a full moon. Ooh, uh-huh. I could not freaking sleep. Oh, that's right. I was just, I was like, okay, do I get up? What the hell? I got it. I, I was like buzzing. I was literally buzzing my whole body. I felt like I needed to get up and run a fucking marathon. Like I was, I don't know what's happening. I'm like, okay, how am I going to calm down? How am I just going to go back to sleep? And I started doing the, the Kundalini third eye meditation that I've been practicing. And I closed my eyes and the evil eye pops into my head. Then, and those of you, I I don't know, know how familiar everybody is with the evil eye. It's actually, it's actually the third eye. Right. It is represented in a lot of, like, you'll see it in a lot of like, uh, Eastern European cultures. It's the blue and white circles with the little black people. It's like, perfect circle of blue and white mm-hmm. that's probably because it's they have them in glass too glass and it's, you hang up it's, on your stuff to yeah. kind of protect that yeah the energy so it it i can't it's so hard to explain this because it was so big bright and it it came really quickly and then it vanished and you know when you are I don't know how many of us have done this, but uh, you know, you close your eyes and you can kind of like, you're, if you're thinking, if you're a visual person, which I'm, I'm pretty visual person, you can, you can see things. You can like sort of close your eyes and it's just dark. And then you'd be like, Oh, I'm kind of picturing whatever, whatever, whatever. This felt like someone came into my space and mm-hmm. showed me the third eye. It was not me. It was not my, it did not feel like it came from my consciousness. It was fast and furious. And all I can say is it felt like a bat signal. That's what it was like. And I was like, okay, what the fuck was that? I opened my eyes. I'm laying in bed. Like what the fuck was that? (laughs) So I'm like, okay. And I tried to, I was like, I want that to happen again though. That that was so cool. (laughs) So I, I close my eyes. I try to do it again. Doesn't happen again, but I did fall asleep, which was great. Next day I'm talking to my girlfriend and I'm like, I had the weirdest thing happened to me last night. And she's like, what, you know, what's up? I tell her the story. Now I don't tell her how it felt. All I said was like, I was doing this, like I was doing this meditation I didn't even say third eye meditation. I I was just doing meditation and this bright evil eye came in, right? The evil eye. And she, I'm on the phone with her and she's like, Bobby, that happened to me yesterday. And I'm like, what do you mean that happened to you yesterday? (laughs) Yeah, right. No. (laughs) What do you, what? And I know her. I've known her my whole life. Our, our, our dads were best friends. Wow. I trust her completely. She's never, she would never lie to me. She's like, I was meditating and the, and I, I, she's like, I was in the bath, I was meditating and the freaking third eye popped into my head and she said it. I didn't even say this to her. She said it felt like it came from somewhere else. Wow. And when she said that, I went, oh, that's legit because I hadn't said that to her. She did not know that that's how I felt, that it felt like it was someone invading my space. Someone threw it in there. Not in a bad way. It wasn't negative. And she and I were freaking out. We have, I have goosebumps still talking about I it. I have goosebumps. She, she and I were like, Bobby, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know what's happening. We were freaked out. <laughs> freaked out. And at first I was like, is someone cursing us? Is someone, pr- like, is it someone throwing an f- evil eye at us? Like they're, they're protecting themselves? And then I was like, you know what this is? And I think what's happening is the shift mm-hmm. in the unconscious, right? The sure. collective unconscious. People are seeing things were starting to get weird because, uh, was it Pluto that's coming, that was coming in that we were talking about with, um, 
No, what came in at 222? Oh, yeah, yeah. Pluto, Pluto. Um, conjuncted itself in America's chart. Right. So that was all happening. And, and the Ukrainian stuff was... All of this stuff was starting right. to come up. And I'm thinking, is this... this it, like I said, it felt like a bat signal. So it was almost like... I What I envision is the healers of the world. There's people all over the world that we don't even... No exist right now, but everybody's putting out this, which was interesting because it's like this European symbol. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's blue and white. And so it's like, it's actually Greek, I think. But anyway, putting out this symbol of safety and peace sure. and how do we protect ourselves. And also that maybe we are protected. Maybe right. like, well, that was it, even though right. there's conflict going on and yeah. we can talk about, it's almost like it, I felt like it was like this inner, um, it was like a, an inner meeting of the minds. Like sure. apparently we're all, I bet, I wonder how many, there's no way it's just me and her that no. had this, no. but I thought it was so strange that it, you should do a blog post on it and see if you I get need anybody. to write about this. Cause it was, it I, I, it was probably one of the weirdest things that's happened to me. Anyway, that was my story. And I'm like, is that a third eye opening? Like, what is happening? <laughs> but it felt, um, it's definitely a reason to continue, right? Sure. Continue the practice, continue strengthening the connection. That's so interesting because I was just thinking about my own experience. It, like, all of a sudden popped in my head, like, Hello. Of course it did. I knew it would. It's okay. Um, but I work with Thoth, uh-huh. the ancient Egypt god of wisdom, and I have a big picture of him. And I was doing a spell. It was like a magic spell, and I don't want to mm-hmm. talk about the spell because I don't think I can tell the story without telling what the spell was about. But it was a really important spell that I was doing. Okay. And I was burning candles, and the candles were almost down. And it was what was going on in the spell was fascinating. And I'm kind of so i'm meditating to kill time because it's boring <laughs> right, candles to right. burn down. Like, no i thought they were going to burn each other down because there was cords but right. they neither one of the candles burned the cord it basically went Weird. into the wax on both sides i have to i'll tell you the spell list later but so i'm sitting there and i'm like meditating i'm trying to kill time i'm reading i'm doing stuff and i'm like you know of course feeling guilty because i need to be present with the spell but at the same yeah. time i need to like do other stuff also really i have adhd yeah. so i'm <laughs> doing something which is so, doing spells with adhd that could be a whole thing right <laughs> so so spells I, for adhd which is i had this experience book. like a year and a half before where i got an ocular migraine when uh, i was doing light uh, light language shock, um, crown chakra thing. And the next day I got an ocular thing. So I, I started to get an oh, ocular headache during the spell and I could feel it in the third eye area because well, actually my own vision, I don't have problems with my vision. I have like 20, 20 vision at 42 and all of a sudden in my eye, like, you know how, when you're staring at a candle yeah. and like you get that light or like at a light or the sun, mm-hmm. you know how you get that thing and then, but it goes away pretty right. quickly. Yeah. This did not go away. Wow. And what happened was it was this light tracer that went to Thoth's picture. And I was working with Thoth in the spell, which was really fascinating. It was like originating from Whoa. him and it was going to me and my like eyes. And I was like. And I thought it was going to just be, but it lasted for like 45 minutes until the candles burned out. And it was so strange because it was in my eyes. Like I could only see this tracer of like I done acid and there was tracer, but it went to Thoth. And I was like witnessing this like flux of like, and it was, um, what's it called? Like the, like fractal. Uh huh. Whoa. And it was so interesting. I actually wrote it all down and I just remembered it. And I was like, oh my God, it was just so fascinating. That's interesting. So, so do you feel like it was coming from your third eye? Well, it was a rigid, like it was from my own eyesight. But yeah, I think it was this whole it's this center. whole ocular area. Whoa. So I think that time that I had the ocular mm-hmm. headache, because I got another ocular. I mean, I had like migraine for a couple of days after this. So yeah. I think oh, that could be crazy. in an interesting way. Like when you do finally open these chakras. And I noticed after the ocular um, one with the crown chakra, 
my power started to come in yeah. so much more. Yeah. And after this, yeah. again, I've been noticing more. I've been connecting with the Akashic Records well, more. Well, I, I mean, it is, it is. It's like you're working that muscle. Right. And then once that muscle starts getting strong, there's no turning back now. Nope. There's no turning back. Like, you don't get to go back. to. So, you know, it. it you just keep... You just keep going and playing because it's Absolutely. more, it's so fun. <laughs> it's so fun. So, any final words of wisdom? Um, I think, you know, we should revisit this. Mm-hmm. I think we keep studying, right? Yeah, we keep studying and, and we revisit it. This and- is going to be third eye chakra part one. <laughs> well, we continued. could talk about the Claire's. Yeah. We could go into and we, different we didn't parts talk of a it. lot about like, you know, calcification and all of these other physical awesome. stuff. So stay tuned for future ones. I'm so glad we did this. Thank, Thank you, you so much for joining us. Appreciate you.